Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Radio Geonosis, where we talk about Star Wars from a certain point of view. I'm Angie. And I'm Aaron. What's going on, guys? Hey, and today we're going to be talking about Star Wars inspiration, what brought us to where we are today. Yes. Yeah, but before we do that, we're going to be doing some hot happenings this week. Aaron, do you have any gaming hot happenings? Well, I I do have some gaming hot happenings. Last week I spoke about... um, uh, Jump Force, and I spoke about Anthem being two hyped-up games, but not really living up to expectations. So this week, just some minor hot happenings. If you guys have PlayStation, did Plus. someone come after you with a pitchfork? Uh, no, no <laughs> one did. So, surprisingly, surprisingly, <laughs> honestly, no one did because I do have friends who do have Jump Force. They bought the pre-order. They pre-ordered and paid the nine the ninety-nine dollars for the special oh. edition and all that stuff. So yeah, there, I did have some friends who were just like, "It's not the best game, but you don't have to rag on it." But at the same time, who cares? But this week, um, uh, if you guys have PlayStation Plus, you guys should know that Hitman, uh, the Deluxe Edition, is available on PlayStation Plus for free. And so is For Honor for free. I have For Honor like the original version, so I don't need it. But again, Hitman and For Honor are both on PlayStation Plus for free. So if you have PlayStation Plus, make sure you guys download those free games. They're like two awesome games. Um, and if you don't have PlayStation Plus, find 10 bucks and get yourself a month, you know what I mean? And you get a month free, and then you also get a, a month that you pay for. So make sure you guys uh, get that. And the other from gaming news, Avengers Endgame, the Avengers Marvel team put out a new trailer today, and it was amazing. It brought yeah. to it. It was amazing. It brought, it basically just shoved the whole 10 years in one. So it was awesome to see the beginning of, you know, phase one being Iron Man, all the way through the Captain America's and Thor's and everything in the other Avenger movies to now and it's Endgame now. So it's it, it it's definitely bittersweet, but I'm so ready for April 26. So that's my hot happening, really. Woo! Well, some hot happenings in Star Wars yes. is um, Galaxy's Edge mm-hmm. is um, going to have a panel at Celebration. And so that's going to be really cool. I think they're going to be talking about what we're going to see at Galaxy's Edge. Okay. Because they're, they're officially going to open it May 31st. Uh-huh. And I think it opens just a little bit later. In, it'll be doing it here on May 31st, but it, it'll be in Florida. It'll be opening just a little bit later. Okay. So I'm not sure. But they're going to be at Celebration, which I'm really bummed. Like I said, I'm bummed I'm not going. And I swear, if Ewan McGregor is there, I'm oh. going to be so mad. <laughs> Episode 9, here, here's some interesting news. Episode 9 footage was shown to Disney shareholders. I, I heard about that. Damn, why aren't we shareholders? I don't know. Because <laughs> you have to have a lot of sharing. You have to be able to share a lot. That's why, That's exactly why. Oh, man. I'm like, dang, man, why couldn't I be a shareholder? But I heard about that, though. I did hear about that scrolling down the good old internet. I did hear that there are people who already... That had to have been before yesterday. And what they mean by shareholders <laughs> are basically the, the people who run the country. No, I'm just kidding. And pretty much. <laughs> pretty much, honestly, if you think about it, yeah. <laughs> well, we've got Anacon... Coming up this weekend at the Anaheim Public Library, that's going to be on March 16th at 10 o'clock. We're going to have the Droid Builders, the 501st, uh, Rebel Legion, and Saber Guild. And we're mm-hmm. going to also be doing a little show. We awesome. have a one, um, usually when we're at a library, we'll do a couple of shows. But this is going to be just one show that we do throughout the day. Awesome. The day. That's awesome. So that's kind of cool. I'll be working the table with my friend Crystal, who's coming back this weekend. <laughs> She's been on hiatus. And then um, on April 27th, we have 
um, Comic Orange 2019, and I believe that's going to be in the city of Orange. Okay. I don't have all the details yet, but we're in the process of, you know, getting everything together. And then on May 25th, please mark your calendars. This is the Paul Biani Library Star Wars Reads event. This ah, is huge. This huge. is the biggest one in all of the United States. Okay. 4,000 people come to this. Wow. So it is a big, big, mark big deal. Mark your calendars. Guys. Mark your calendar for that. So that's all our ha happenings this week. So we're going to talk about um, what got us to where we are today. Mm -hmm. So Aaron, where... What inspired you? What was the, the beginning, the sparking point for you to get into Star Wars? Well, for me, Star Wars, if you, if you guys have been watching, uh, listening to the Rotation Podcast like you should be doing. Yes, um, please for, do. For, for me, it all started when the Star Wars movies got re-released in theaters in the early 2000s, I believe. Or the, it was the early 2000s, I believe. Yes, because... Really early 2000s. It might have even been soon. soon it might have been ninety nine was the exactly. for, was the Phantom Menace because yeah, it's twenty years this year. Yeah. So my dad took me to Magic Johnson Theater. I was living in South Central Los Angeles at the time. My dad took me to Magic Johnson Magic Johnson Theater because um, it was the only theater in LA that that were replaying the Star Wars movies. And my dad was a uh, the only cool movie theater. Yeah. By and, the way. My, <laughs> and my dad was a, a huge Star Wars fan growing up, so he made sure I was. Uh, he made sure he took me. My brother didn't go. My brother wasn't really into sci-fi stuff. He was in the cars mostly. So it was just me and my dad who went, and that was my first Star Wars experience. But I, I was still so young after that, I didn't get back into Star Wars until really episode two. I saw episode one later on, The Phantom Menace. But I saw episode two and episode three. That's when I started getting into Star Wars heavy, started getting folders, um, pencils, pens, shirts, and stuff like that as a kid. Um... And then it's it, it's it's been a part of it's been a part of me ever since. Um, but I think what really got my Star Wars connection even stronger than that then because again when Episode two and three were out I was still younger. Um, but it it would have to be you know the video games the video games for me are, are what you know got me into Star or made my Star Wars connection even deeper from the Battlefront one two, um, Pod Racers at the arcade. I remember when they brought that to Chuck E Cheese. I was losing my mind when they bought Power Rangers, Chuck E. Cheese, um, uh, Jedi Academy. When you play as Luke Skywalker with his own Jedi Academy, and you have to like train your students, and you know your your, your school is being looked for by the you know by the Repub by the Empire and stuff like that. So for me, Star Wars it came from the games because the movies I didn't understand till later, and it, it took really a character named Galen Merrick, who I always brag about uh, on this show, um, to really to really, really dive into the Star Wars world as far as like going on Wikipedia links and, and, and just searching the internet all the way to the dark Star Wars web. <laughs> Finding out characters I didn't even know about, races I didn't even know about, creatures I didn't even know about, from vehicles to still some vehicles I didn't even know about, and the techniques, tactics, and emperors, and this person. So it was really it was really the video games that really got me um, heavy heavily connected to Star Wars, and I have not looked back since and I, and a lot of that goes to of course the games but the Star Wars Force Unleashed um team who built Star who, who did Star Wars Force Unleashed one and two thank you guys because if it wasn't for you guys I, I I would of course be a Star Wars fan but I would be like oblivious to a lot more than I am. Um but also thank George because and George you know, of course he absolutely, allowed yeah. them to you know have at it. He he, did. he allowed them he did. to say, you know what, you're gonna do a game 
let's see what you come up with. Exactly. You know what I mean? And he didn't stand in their way. He let them be creative. And I watched I watched the the documentary basically of them making Star Wars Force Unleashed one two nights ago. And, you know, yeah, they were talking about like from the senior elite, uh, the senior uh, level designers to the you know to the to the writers of the game to the head developers and everything like that. Like he gave them the the range to create the story from scratch, uh, create this character named Galen Merrick. At the time, it was the biggest Star Wars game. Like that was the plan. The plan was to make it the biggest Star Wars game to ever come out, bigger than Battlefront One and Two, um, because to me, I think those were ahead of their time in the first place. Uh, you know, but you know. Oh yeah, yeah, and and those were ahead of their time in the first place, but um, you know he gave them the creative, uh, the the creative, you know, basically everything was at their disposal from like you know from Skywalker Ranch or to to everything they were allowed to go any and everywhere and be around George Lucas and yeah if it wasn't for George allowing them to do so then we wouldn't have have had that game. I you think know. I think in a way, you know, if Disney gave people a little bit more, and which I th- think that they are, mm-hmm. giving people a little bit of more creative reign, you might see some really interesting things. And to me, that's cool when they allow them to do that because people can bring their own concept and ideas that they have wanted, you know, to, to talk about for a long time. Yeah. And in watching a lot of Star Wars, you know, you yeah. you come up with, hey, you know, this is cool, or that's cool, or, you know, that's a really great idea. And so, you know, to be able to have that creative difference and be able to create something totally awesome for the stories, for to, to carry on, to go on with the, and, with the Star Wars stories. And we were talking cool. about, too, the reason that we were talking about that as far as, like, when the, the, you know, a lot more people are doing the short films and, you know, allowing people like that to, to get their foot in the door because, obviously, you know, if you, you allow directors, you know, you allow different directors to put their spin on it. And some directors, like, we both know you don't like the direction episode eight went in, but... You know, there 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 are people on the come up who have like interesting takes on certain events that happen right. throughout the universe. So you have to give them, you know, I think I think the only way you're gonna keep, you know, what you have going, you know, and it's gonna lead you on to, in the future is by letting those people get in the foot in the door. Not necessarily saying you have to let them just direct a movie, but let them like get a taste of what and it may be like something. and create or just, or just be in a boardroom, be in a marketing room, or be in the room in the writers room. Like that's how you're gonna push the the culture of Star Wars farther. Forward. Yeah, yeah. That's, it, it's, honestly, that to me, and it, it's been proven in other uh, areas of entertainment or things like that. So, yeah, I you know, for me again, it was it was it was essentially the video games. Cause I didn't understand the movies till I got older. You know, I think I the very first time I saw Star Wars, I think I was maybe in the eighth grade. I'm mm-hmm. seventh eighth grade, somewhere in that neighborhood. And I and I watched it and it and at first it didn't make sense to me because I really didn't under, you know I was a young kid too yeah you know I was and nothing like this had ever happened I didn't read any of the books so I got to see one two and I got to see uh, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi and I had thought at that time that's it you know we're not going to see anymore that that's it that's all for Star Wars yeah I didn't know that there were books I didn't know there were games I didn't know there were mo- you know there were all kinds of different aspects of it because I never really looked because I mm-hmm. you know like I was a young kid I didn't really understand it yeah and um when 1 2 and 3 came around I took my kids to see it and 
I really wasn't, I, I loved it, but I really wasn't that into it. So you weren't sold on it. I wasn't first. sold on it only because I just, it, something hadn't struck me yet. Yeah. You know, cause you're raising kids, I'm raising kids and stuff. And so, you know, I, I really didn't think anything of it, but it wasn't until I talked to one of my friends, Marie, we were at, uh, we were at work and we happened to be, this is when I worked in Victorville. Um, we happened to be talking about comic books and things like that. And, and she, so she started talking to me about Comic-Con and so I thought, okay, I'd like to go to this because I, I really am interested in comic books. I like superheroes. I like all these things. Mm-hmm. So I ended up going to Comic-Con in 2008 and absolutely loved it. There was a big Star Wars thing there. So I thought, oh, my gosh, this is really cool. Yeah. And um, so in 2011, they had a um, Star Wars concert, and it was like a um, just a mishmash of all six movies. Now, we mm-hmm. didn't have seven and eight yet. And so it was just all of the movies put together. Yeah. And they did all the, the different songs and things from the movies. And, and it kind of sold me right there. But still, I wasn't in it yet. Yeah. And so I go to, I was cosplaying. I started cosplaying. And this is me evolving here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then I, then I went to, um, oh my gosh, it was uh, Stan Lee's Comic Con. Stan Lee's Comic Con. LA Comic Con. LA Comic Con. I happen to be walking by the Rebel Legion table and I meet this guy named Gabe. And I ask him about it. I grab a pamphlet and I said, tell me about this. So he told me all about what they do. I saw everybody dressed up in these Star Wars costumes and I thought, this is for me. So it was cosplay for you. I want to do it. So it was costumes. It was seeing uh, people in the costumes that did it for me. Okay. And seeing the Jedi, seeing the, you know, everyone in the rebels dressed in their orange, you know, the pilots and mm-hmm. seeing Darth Vader. I was like, this is what I want to do. Because that's more so like immersion. That's like, that's like, you know, I could like, oh, like when I saw you at Comic-Con. Was it was it was the Comic Con or the Wonder Con where I saw you guys all at? The, oh yeah, yeah, at the yeah. Table. It's the you know you're immersed yourself into yes. like, just the the cosplay yes culture. I know? think it was the fact that I could physically do it myself. So, yeah, yeah. And so then I um, I talked to him about it and I went home and I said, Mark, I want to do this. I want to I'm going to get a costume. And but at that time I didn't know where to be, where to buy them. I didn't know where to buy a lightsaber. I had no idea what to do. Uh-huh. And so I went went to to work and I talked to my friend Venetia, and she goes, Hey, I've got a friend that does lightsaber fighting. And I was like, Really? And she goes, Yeah, he comes in every once in a while. So Jim happened to come in, and I about ran him over. He came into he came, <laughs> came into, into Red, restaurant, Red Robin, and I, you know, he just happened to be coming in one day. Was this when Red Robin was across the freeway on on? No, no, no. Uh, this this was, was when we're in Apple Valley. Apple, now. Apple Valley, okay. We're in okay. Apple Valley now, and so this was just five years, uh, 2015. Uh huh. And so it was the beginning of 2015. He comes into the restaurant, and I about ran him over. Tell me about it. What's going on here? What is this? <laughs> And so he told me all about it, told me to go to practice with him. So I went with him to practice, and there you go. I was sold from that point on. Boom! So it was the, it was the cosplay. It that was the cosplay. Initially. So when did the movie started? You know, because at first you, you took your kids to see the movies. The movies. One, two, and three. Yeah. I, I, I saw four, five, and six. Six, uh-huh. And, I, and Mark's never really watched them. But four, <laughs> five, and six. And then I took my kids to see... One, two, and three. Uh-huh. But they weren't really... My my kids were gamers, but they liked Halo. They liked all the gotcha. other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and my my sons, they watched... Um, they would watch The Clone Wars when okay. they first came when out. When it first came out, yeah. It. They were watching yeah. them on TV. But I still wasn't sold because I don't think that... 
I don't, I don't really have the mindset there yet, mm-hmm. you know, because I was still raising, you know, yeah, young, yeah. Kids, young kids, yeah, yeah, you know, and teenagers. So you really don't have the, you know, all you're focused on is, you know, kids, you yeah. know, and so I didn't have that time to do it. But it wasn't until I physically got into a costume, mm-hmm. you know, the the very first one was Laura Croft, and so the very the very first time I put it on. I'm like, you know what? I just absolutely love doing this. Yeah. And so, and I did that in my 40s. So I, I started putting on costumes. I always say you're never too late. You're no. never too young. Just no. do what you want to do. You got to do what you want to do. Right. Absolutely. But it wasn't until I cruised by that table and I saw Gabe and he handed me that and told me, hey, the, you know, it's a really cool thing to do. You need to do this. Uh, you know what? I'm doing it. I am doing it. So what? The, so the so so the the interest of like being not not necessarily a Star Wars historian, but knowledgeable in the Star Wars universe. When did that come along? Once you once you're, or once you put to, that first cosplay well, suit on, did, did even it, before that, even uh-huh. before that, when I was going after I was talking, to, I Jim and I would talk on the way there to practice because we'd practice down in Chino. So I'd start asking him questions like. What about this? How about that? What about this? And he had all the answers for it. And I thought, you know what? I need to have the answers for this. And so I started researching and I started seeing all of this stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a whole world of yeah. Star Wars that I didn't yeah. even know existed. Yeah. Now I tell everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Literally. <laughs> you, have your own, you have your own show about it. So 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 after after that first Comic Con experience, did you go back and rewatch the movies? Did you Yes. Did you oh, okay. Yes. Okay. I went back, I rewatched the movies. I, I watched I had I had them all and you know and I had them on VHS of all things. Yeah. And and we talked about that too because you know the uh Revenge of the Sith is the only one not released on VHS. Yes. And that's when DVD came into play. And now even those are out. No, those are out. Yeah, now it's all about digital now it's all digital copies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see again for me it was it was more so like more so the games and more so like um there was the Star Wars: The Clone Wars, but there was the there was the, the the straight cartoon version. Right before that, that was right. What was the? I think it was. Um, wasn't it the first Clone Wars? It was Wars? the first Clone Wars. Yeah, and then Clone Wars came. Then other Clone Wars came out with the three D, the CGI. Yeah. You know, characters. So that's when, for me, that's when Star Wars started to make more sense because they were like broken down into just twenty two minute episodes. Right. You right, know what I mean? Instead right. of, you know, you're a kid, you can't really sit and watch the Star Wars movies for like just straight three hours not even knowing you know you really don't know what's going on but then you know you have that appreciation when you get older and you just realize how deep it is like you really like uh, not only a whole world it's like a whole galaxy right really and i think it has to come to a certain point where you're like thing it it makes sense it's like what we were talking about that one time about music Mm -hmm. at one point you didn't like it but now you're listening to it and you're thinking you know what this isn't so bad yeah you know i wouldn't what was i not hearing i think it's a matter of you're in the right place at the right, right time. time. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and even for Arlie, like Arlie, um, he didn't. He thought like Star Wars was just straight, like you know, like the nerdest of the nerd, and which it is, honestly. Like we could, we could be like a hundred percent on that, but like he didn't know how deep the story was, like how, or how good the story was, and like what the story was about. A family. Yeah, pretty so, much a family. So I remember it was like it was honestly when we first got the shop here, is when I told Arlie he came in one day and I was here like waiting for him. We we're gonna paint. And he was like, and I brought, um, I uh, well, not brought, but I brought uh, my PS4, and I had like, I had episode uh, three on there, 
And I was like, bro, just, you know, we're going to be here all day painting. Just check out the movie. And, like, you know, you're going to like it. You're gonna, Having the you're background. Gonna, yeah, and it was it was just playing in the background. And then, like, we're, all, we're painting. And then, like, as we're painting, it's, like, a lot more, like... <laughs> whoa, 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 go back. I just missed it. I'm like, oh, you, you missed it. Like, you, you like yeah. it, right? So going back and now, like, if you look at it, his, his little Darth Vader, you know... Shrine shrine. Over <laughs> he can't, you know what I mean? Because it was episode three was the first one he saw. Yeah. And it was like heavy, dark. It was, And it's the one that the, has, it's the deepest. It's the deepest one. So it, it left that print, it left that imprint on him that yeah. Darth Vader is his guy. Because at the same time, he understood, he didn't, you know, Darth Vader's more, like at the end of the day, he did very like heinous things. But you're in a situation where, of course, we're like... I understand. I kind of understand, though. You know what I mean. Of course, not force choking your your beloved or anything like that. But the 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 like what he what he felt he stood on, whatever moral ground that was. You know, you you kind of understand. You know, yeah. what I mean? and that's kind of the imprint he left on him. So anyone anyone I know that like saw star like they never seen it, but they end up they end up watching it. Like they end up like I didn't think I would like it, but you. Like you know, yeah. it's it's. You, I hear it all the time. Yeah, honestly, I I do too. Even at our even at our even at work. Yeah, you know, like Alex, he was like, "Yeah, you do the show with Andy, right?" I'm like, "Yeah, we do a star." She was like, "Man, I don't, I don't watch that shit, man. I don't watch." It. I'm like, "Check it out, bro. You might like it. Like, just look at some." So I sent them a link of just the Darth Vader like short film, fan film. I was like, "Check it out, bro. Watch. You'll you'll dig it. It's like we were getting sliced up and shit like that." He was like, "This is what he does." I'm like, "This is what he does." Yeah, I think that's why he's so. Loved. He's such a villain of the galaxy, but yet the most popular. Yeah, he. Everyone knows who Darth Vader. Everyone yeah. knows how he breathes. Everyone knows like the famous, the line. You know, like everyone yeah. knows. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Whether even you want if you, to or not. Exactly. And you know when, um, when my kids were younger, and you know we'd watch on TBS. You know the weekends they'd do a Star Wars thing. I'd always watch it. Yeah, I would always watch it. I even before I was involved, mm-hmm. you know. But but when I first went to Comic Con, it like we were talking about, it opens a whole big door for you that you didn't even know existed. Yeah, because you know you don't run around in those circles. You know, my son, my my daughter was in cheer. My son was doing skateboarding. My other one was racing motorcycles. You know, and and my older one, he was already off. You know, doing his own thing, and. You you never you don't pay attention to that because that's not in the forefront of your mind. Yeah, something yeah. else you're doing something else. You're doing something else. But I always loved it. I always I still love the movies. Mm-hmm. You know I I always watch them. I love the movies, but I wasn't really like I said I wasn't really a big big fan at that time. I I really I was a bigger fan with Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I really loved Lord of the yeah. Rings, and I still yeah. do. I still yeah, do. I have a whole bedroom. Just dedicated, dedicated to it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a room dedicated to Star Wars, but in my bedroom I have a huge shelf, and in my desk it's. But all you guys the have toys. all the books too. You guys, I have, you have all plenty of, the of books. books too. Now, but this is from the. This is old canon. This is not the new canon. Got you. It's the old canon, but I made sure to collect them all because Mark is reading them. He's, he's I think he's at a hundred right now. Yeah, he has read a hundred. See, he of likes them. the books, but he loves really the like books the but hates the movies. That makes no sense. I don't know. I don't know how you could like the books and not like the movies. But you know, but I mean, he'll sit and watch them. He'll sit and watch them and ask me stuff. Because so he like, likes them. Yeah, he does. He doesn't want to admit it. He does like them because you can't like the books and not like the movies. Exactly. I know everyone has their preference, but you can't. Because he knows I would can't. say, you know what, you need to do it. <laughs> and then last week we couldn't figure out who did the uh, Force Awakens. It's J.J. J. Abrams. 
was oh, J.J. Yeah, yeah. Abrams. I'm like, we couldn't figure it out. I don't know why we couldn't. I don't know why we couldn't remember. I his think name. we were too focused on Chris. So would yeah, I think so too. Would 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 Mark ever go to? A, has he been to a con? Yes. Yeah. Then what? What was he went to Comic Con? Very crowded. He didn't like that. Okay. Um. He, <laughs> very <laughs> very crowded. He's been to Wonder There's Con. Nothing they could do about that. He, he's very um Wonder Con. He went to. It was all right. Uh-huh. He likes the one in Vegas. Okay. And it's coming up in April. It's coming up in April. Yeah, so I is. may be going to that. April is it later on it later in later, April? Later, it might even be the same time as celebration. Okay, so you might go to that because celebration. Is, yes, because yeah. I'm all sad. I didn't go, but you know what? I just couldn't afford it. You know, it, it. Sometimes you have to say, you know what? I'm just gonna have to put up a tent. Because it is a trip. Here. It is a trip. <laughs> it's a. It's you're making a, a, a trip like. Out yeah, of, you, you know. have to have. You know, you with WonderCon at the end of the month. You know, I'm gonna be staying down in the in the Anaheim area and all that, and then um, I, I would have had to fly to Chicago. And then um, staying, you know, at a hotel, and it's just a lot. And I just didn't have enough money to do it. Okay. Angie does not have a just like a. I'm not privileged. Well, because I, <laughs> I know if I know if I had the money to do so, I'd be at the Chicago the the Chicago comic that's coming up. The Chicago celebration. Celebration, yes. yeah, celebration, yeah, yeah. In celebration. Chicago. Yeah, that's so I know if I exactly what we were just talking about, but I know if I had some money set aside, that's where I would be. I, I, you know, and I've been to two of them. I've absolutely loved it. The very first time I went to one, the I went the first day as um, Ahsoka and my version of Ahsoka, if, if she was older. This was before the older Ahsoka came out mm-hmm. with the with the um, rebels. With rebels. And yeah. then um, I did uh, one of Padme's handmaidens, which was which you know in the red in the like orangey yeah. kind of costume. Yeah. Um. The very the very first day I went. I didn't want to leave. You know, at 5 o'clock, Mark came to get me, and I didn't want to leave. <laughs> I, I was like, I want to stay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to stay till the end. Yeah. And um, the second day, I was the same way. Everybody wanted to leave early. I was really mad. I wanted to stay. You wanted to stay and check it out. I wanted to stay longer. I'd only bought two days. Yeah. And so the following celebration, which was in Florida, because there was one in England, but I didn't mm-hmm. go to that one. So I went to the one in Florida. I went there for all four days, and oh four, wow! I, didn't I think know it that. was uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh-huh. I was there all day. I, I was there that. till they closed the doors. What was that? <laughs> what was that celebration? That one was in two thousand seven, seventeen. Okay. Sixteen. So it wasn't too long ago either way. Wait, sixteen, it was 16 and then 17? seventeen was in Florida. Yeah. And then eighteen, they took a time off, and then mm-hmm. now nineteen is Chicago. Chicago. Right. Okay. I would love to one day go to a Star Wars celebration. Well, hopefully they'll bring it back to Anaheim. Next hopefully. year they're saying possibly Anaheim. Hopefully, because the thing also too, everyone wants to come to California anyway. So yeah. it's like, why would you? I don't you know even... why, but <laughs> I'll tell you why. <laughs> Women, weed, and weather is why. <laughs> it's why I don't know everyone... about the weather part. <laughs> but but you know what? Again, like for for the people listening to this episode, if you guys would like to like even just tell us what. You know what got you into it? It kind of even dates back to like one, basically the first episode we had, like coming out the closet, basically right. as far as like your your geek, your geekdom, geekdom or ge- yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So I've always be- had it in me. It just didn't come out until yeah. I didn't come out until like two thousand eight. I'm a huge <laughs> fan of just I'm a huge fan of just people's origin stories of like, you know, what made them get to like something. Yeah. You know, and your origin story, like what what got you into Star Wars was a lot more epic than mine was because I have not, I've yet to cosplay. I will, but I have yet to do so. But I'm, I'm just a huge fan of just seeing everyone, 
you know, making their costumes, you yeah. know, taking the time out from the, even from the detail. They're like, but yeah, like I was saying, I'm just a fan of everyone putting their costumes together. How people put their costumes together, especially that year I saw the Rebel Legion for the first time. And the amount of detail and the amount of, you know, man hours, they probably had to put women hours as well. I don't want to discriminate leave anyone out, but that they had to put into making their costumes look so professional. Yeah. You know? I, you know, I, at first I, I bought mine. I've made a couple of them. And um, now I'm going to try, knock on wood, try and work on a, um, my own Jedi costumes and my own. Um, I want to make a librarian costume, a corsant librarian. Mm-hmm. So I want to, I want to get to that point um, of making my own. So I, I'm, I'm, it's a, it's a, it's, you know, a work in progress because yeah. I, you know, I'm cutting out patterns and things like that. And it's still a lot, still really confusing for me, but I know I'll get it. I, you know, because I want to be part of that. And absolutely. And I, like I said, you know, the fir- the very first time I saw people dressed up, that's when it hit me. That's mm-hmm. when I knew, I guess it was my visual. That was my visual that, that really sealed the deal for me that I wanted to do this. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's all to me. That's awesome. I, again, I would love to cosplay. I talk about gonna... it with my friend Alex all the time, and like we plan on doing so um, soon, though. And and I would want my first cosplay to be to to be a to be a Jedi. You know, I, I don't. There's nothing that really stands out in my head as far as like that. I would want to just go in and Galen do. Merrick. I don't mind being Galen Merrick at all. <laughs> <laughs> at all, it's actually long overdue. I would love to be Galen Merrick. Yeah, like, you need to. Co- my you first need cosplay. to. Yeah. Okay, so next week, what are we going to be talking about? Let's uh, let's go over music again because okay. I really do like that. Because now we have episode eight and nine, mm-hmm. so we can uh, seven, eight, and nine, nice. so we can delve into some of that. And Absolutely. we also have Rogue One. We also have the solo movie that we can delve into. Yeah, and the music which have great like music. From which have great music. Yeah, they do. Which really yeah, they great do. Music. Yeah, so absolutely. we'll just we're gonna do a show on music again. At the end of the month, we will be at WonderCon. Aaron's gonna be there on Saturday. Yes, I, I will am. be there the entire time. Yeah, so till the doors close. So make sure you guys <laughs> make sure you guys find us and and you know I'll, I'll have some stuff. I'll have some shirts and, and uh, some beanies and different merch to give out to everybody. Yeah, too that'll as be well. cool. So Aaron yeah. will be there on Saturday. So if you get a chance, please check it out because he is with. The fabulous Mad Studios where we, we record be there. from. <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah, we will be there in the full effect, guys. So make sure you guys find us on the floor, please. Yes. So from all of us here at Radio Geonosis, we're going to see you next time. Please check us out on Facebook at Radio Geonosis 2.0. Please like and subscribe on our YouTube channel, yes. Radio Geonosis. And... and we are also on Podbean and iTunes. So make sure you guys check us out. And make sure you guys, again, follow Mad Studios HQ. On Instagram again, that is Mad Studios HQ. This is the hub where we record the the episodes of Radio Geonosis that you guys love so much. So make sure you guys check us out, please. So from all of us here at Radio Geonosis, we'll see you next time. Later, guys. Bye.